0: Yo, yo, yo. What up, people? It's your boy JB from Reggae360. Appreciate you uh joining us for this podcast. So stoked to have you back. This is episode four of season three. And damn it, we're just trying to do a podcast that people like. You know, there's a lot of podcasts out there, but there's no podcast like this one. Okay. There's no JB out there. There's no Evan out there. There's no Brett Coleman out there. Okay. And we're just trying to do the best thing that we can do to the best of our ability because that's what we do. And I'm sitting here chilling with Big Ev, a.k.a. Evan Yarmo, the German Casanova, recently sponsored by Fashion Nova. Evan, what up, player? What up, dog? Oh, dude, dude, that was real smooth. Hey. I like the way you say it. Say it one more time. What up, dog? Ooh, Dude, that's setting the tone for an episode, man. i tell you what. I am also joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Brett Coleman, a man that wears many hats, but probably not a fedora. But if you do, Brett, that's okay, man. I just don't get that vibe from you.
1: <laughs> nah, man, I don't think I've ever rocked a fedora, but nothing against it. I just uh, I like my baseball caps, and that's that's what feels right. Oh, gotta dude. do what feels you right. Gotta man.
0: do what feels right, man. And and that actually is a great segue to what I'm about to say. All right, in the interest of being the best podcast that we can be in the interest of constant improvement. I mean, that's what we're here to do. We're always trying to get better every single day. We're going to switch the formula formula up just a little bit on you people, all right? We're changing the game, all right? I know you're used to every song that drops, every Friday, us listening to it, talking about it. But here's the thing, all right? We have a new idea, okay? We're going to introduce... Reggae 360's Top 10 Songs of the Week, baby. It's an opinion-based ranking system. It's in no particular order. If you made the top 10, you're in
2: the top 10.
0: All right? And we're going to play you and talk about you. Ed, what do you think about that?
2: I just want to make sure I've got it straight, JB. So we are... Yeah. Did you say scrape <laughs> <laughs> i you like know, that dude
0: you got a little twang in you man you want to make sure you get it scraped dude let's get it scraped right now
2: look let's straighten a couple things out between us right now i just want to make sure i've got this right okay right? okay all right, so we're going to review 10 songs yes some of our favorite songs okay, that yep. dropped last week and we're also still going to put out an interview with a fantastic artist we're going to squeeze that all into one podcast and just throw it out into the universe.
0: Well, Evan, that's interesting the way that you put that, man. We, we're we definitely going to throw it out in the universe. We might do some different things on YouTube, putting interviews out and, and, and putting a top 10 Woo. out every week. But we're going to keep hitting them with consistent content. But, yes, you nailed it. Top 10 songs based on my opinion, Evan's opinion, and Brett's opinion. All right? We're hey going to play them and talk about them. Brett, you helped create this idea, man. What yeah. What do you have to add?
1: Do you think this is going
0: to be a good change for us or what?
1: I think so. I mean, look, the ultimate hope with this is it's pretty simple. You know, we want everybody to enjoy this podcast. We want you guys to know that you've got a resource that's going to take the time to listen to a lot of music that's come out over the course of the week. And it's not saying that these are the absolute best 10 songs, but when we're looking at what came out this week, we're looking at what we think fits the bill. And I think for this week in particular, man, especially with the guests, and and I know we're going to get to that, but like, the diversity the mix the different kind of styles that's all been thrown in and how this reggae genre is just expanding and so to me this week I mean we're we're always looking at I think we're going to look at it and shape this playlist off of different you know the different vibes that are coming out and and for this week everything is pretty transformational in the sense of there's so many different genres being mixed in and it just feels good so this week we got the top 10 songs that are representing the growth and the progression of this amazing genre that is reggae inspired it's not you can't put anything in front of it anymore it's not rock it's not rap reggae it's not this reggae. it's just reggae inspired music that feels nice. good and we've got we've we've done our homework so you can have the cliff notes and then hopefully be able to consume this whole meal of a podcast in one sitting because otherwise we get a little long-winded we'd like to talk about this stuff but i want to be a source for people to come to me and be like, "Damn, I got my top ten songs of the week. I got my new playlist. I learned something new about an artist, and I got to hang out with JB and Evan and uh, myself. and And that's that's all I want to do: just hang out yes. with y'all, be a part of this community, yes. and spread that love. Let's that's not what talk we about do. it.
2: Let's be about it. Let's Ooh.
1: go, baby. Hell let's yeah. go. Yeah. Let's do it.
2: Wow, yeah. dude.
0: Put, that was a play. Keep in mind up, too: do this. if if, uh, <laughs> if we missed a song. If you disagree with us, if you think to yourself, damn it, why didn't they include this on there so stupid? Just let us know, man. Talk to us on Instagram. We'll make it right. We'll give you our opinion. You know, we're always open uh, to a little conversation. And you know what? Sometimes we miss on us too. So help us out, man. Let us know. We got our boy David Shaw down there in Florida doing his big thing, doing a deep cleanse, man, making playlists and helping us, uh, you know, get a nice list to pull from. So um, keep that in mind. But just like Evan said, here we go. Let's do the damn thing, dude. Number one. And again, no particular order, okay? Let's make it clear. I'm not even going to say number one. Evan, what is the song that you're about to play? right, first
2: is the song I'll Be Okay from Ballyhoo.
3: On my toes And I was never good at volleyball But I still love the back and forth Pretty good at feeling sorry though And I'll never pass the torch
0: who I'll be okay. I mean, pretty basic song. Nothing much to say here, man. Let's get to the next one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding, dude. Wow, man. This is an amazing track, dude. This song, first of all, is so powerful. I remember when Howie played it during Extension Music Fest. He debuted it. It was such a dope moment. And man, he really just pulls the curtains back and opens up for this one, man. You know, people uh, that struggle with depression or have known it or have seen it or know somebody that's seen it man this song will hit home man and i just i love the idea of of the way he describes things like being an inconsolable mess i mean that's really how it is when you're feeling like that it's like there's not really you can't just talk yourself out of it you can't you know, you know, somebody can't really do anything for you. You just kind of have to deal with it. And I think this is how he's speaking his truth. And um, I think a lot of people need to hear this song because it really helps put perspective around the whole thing. At least that was my experience. And, you know, every every so often, man, your boy feels like that. I mean, I get in that kind of headspace. So um, it's just helpful to see how we kind of opening up about his struggle or or at least telling a story maybe it's not a personal thing I mean I'm pretty sure it is but um still just a, an amazing song um deeply uh moved me when I heard this song and uh I know I'm not alone man what what about you guys 100%
1: dude uh I mean I will say this much uh I was a bit reluctant to push play on this song because I kind of had a feeling it was going to be one of those ones that could potentially hit home there's a lot of music that comes out. We are inspired by a lot of music. We have a lot of spirit and uh positive messages and and there's also messages of struggle. And there's a lot of things, you know, reggae, punk, it all comes from this rebellion. Um so I don't I don't look to this music to um, affect me in that way. I don't I don't think that all of a sudden I'm going to feel something get moved by a song. But, you know, last week we talked about, uh, soul migration, right? We we're talking about the journey, man. And we talked a little bit about my personal time and I was, I opened up about it. felt a little bit, you know, strange to be on this platform and talk about something so personal. But I will say that, uh, this song had tears in my eyes for hours today listening to it because it felt like I don't, I don't really struggle with depression, but I want to be the best person I can be. And I've, often always gotten in my own fucking way man I always get in my own way and and it doesn't matter who says what or who can do what if if I'm not feeling it then I can't get to where I need to be and a lot of the lyrics in this song I haven't played it for my wife and so they're again crying I mean it's just like it felt like the release of hearing somebody else put this into words and be able to articulate this feeling and this emotion is uh beyond a a beautiful talent it it really is important because there's a lot of people that are struggling i've had friends that you know i thought were fine and and they're gone the next day and we don't know about these things until it's too late and so talking about depression talking about what hurts talking about not feeling your best talking about being vulnerable is not something that you know men particularly have been traditionally something we do we got to be tough we got to be strong we got to be that vibe and there's one particular line that um I mean, there's a lot in this song, but the verse where he says, I'm alone in a crowded room, and it's dark when it's lit too. I step away before I drag it down, get fitted for cement shoes. I mean, you yeah, know, we're all beacons of, of our community. We're all a lot of vibrant stuff, but uh, that feeling is dark, but it's real. And I just appreciate how we being able to find a way to articulate it in such a beautiful way. Uh, came out on my birthday last Friday, which just feels like another gift and a and another inspiration to continue this personal migration. And I'm looking forward to talking to him about this a little bit more and and seeing what we can share and discover. Because uh, again, life has changed for a lot of people, not just me, not just you guys, but um, acknowledging it and being able to grow and be stronger from it is a huge opportunity. So thank you to Howie and Ballyhoo for bringing this to fruition.
0: Oh yeah, well said. Well said, man.
2: Damn. Evan, uh, care to add anything, dude? I mean, I just appreciate breaking and vulnerable with us. That's like yes. two episodes in a row. That's, that's a lot. I mean, I'll say just just to match a little emotion here, you know, I have trouble expressing emotion. I think that does come with the American idea of masculinity and growing up that way. Like, man, I I have trouble crying. Like, Usually the only way I can cry is if I hear a song that makes me feel something. That's usually the only way I can get it out. And like every once in a while that just fucking gets me going. I'm like, all right, it's time. Like time to just fucking let it go, man. And just really let it out there. I mean, I, my inability to express emotion. Well, affects even JB all the time when we're trying to record this podcast, (laughs) I get stressed (laughs) out, man. (laughs) Well,
1: you know, let it go. Sometimes you'll be surprised and I'm surprised that I allow myself to do it. But I will say in this particular case, I was upset, but then I felt really optimistic as well. And that that I'll be okay is is a nice, is a nice uh, cap to the message in this song. And and it's not that it's all doom and gloom. We gotta we gotta be down like the soul rebel, right? Fortunate youth. Now that oh, we're yeah. down, the only way is to look up. Now it's kind of the same well, thing, man. We're going we to you navigate
2: guys. our way out of these emotions.
1: Hey, sometimes. saw how you did that!
2: Wow, dude! <laughs> get it, get it, dude!
1: <laughs>
0: Firing
2: on all cylinders. Woo! Snug It Loose, baby. Next song. Irie. We've got the song Navigator from Snug It Loose and the Irie.
4: In that dirty in on my head when the sun dries. Back to the martial south and ocean, skanking all night. Chilling with the homeless coasting on that slow ride. So hot, red eyes. Navigate me through that moonlight. Tell me I'll be moving right. Tell me I'll be living by right. Oh no. Yeah, but rocking to that sunlight. Tell me I'll be grooving now. Tell me I'll be moving right. Well, tell me i got go moving.
0: Goddamn, man, I finally uh, found something in common with Evan. We both love the steel drum, dude. Can you believe it? It's been this long and finally we found something to connect over, man. That's big, dude. This song this song, dude, with the island vibe, dude, using the steel drum, man, crushing it. Snug it loose, dude. Uh, Hand up, man. I'll be the first to admit I previously was unfamiliar with the catalog of snug it loose but then dude i saw him link up with the irie one of my favorite bands dude the homies the irie dude they crush everything yes. dude i'm digging this vibe dude and george's vocals on any song man it's just like frosting on a cake baby it's just necessary and you know again the the just the the vibe of the song i picture myself like i don't know man like in cancun somewhere making you know bad decisions Basically, that's what this song brings me to. I want to be in Cancun making bad decisions. In fact, Evan, call your uh, call your party drug guy and Brett, book us some plane tickets to head south, man. <laughs> Here's the Breaking 360 go. credit card. Let's go, baby. <laughs> uh,
1: <shit. laughs> yeah. Arizona. Yeah, Arizona, yes. the Irie, always bringing it, man. Excited again to see their growth. Now it's not just them putting out their EPs. They're getting on other people's tracks. They're making things happen. It is growth. From Arizona, the Irie, George, Johnny, Marcus, Dan jumps in there. I mean, props to all those guys, dude. They are fucking tearing it up. I appreciate it, and I love seeing them come on an album from a band completely across the United States. It just feels good seeing the growth. It's Arizona. It's the Irie. Love it. Can you tell? Fucking love it. Hell yeah, dude. And that name, Snug It Loose. Dude, that's a hell of a name, thing <laughs> I'm
0: guessing that's like a nautical term, yeah? Like a I, mean? it, it must be. I like. I picture like. <laughs> like if I, it's just something that like if you got it go super. go somewhere way
1: wrong. <laughs> here's
0: my theory. It's like if you got super high, dude, and your buddy was trying to like open up the grinder, but it was like stuck, and you're just like, "Yeah, hey, dude, just snug it loose, bro," and it, it just makes sense <laughs> in the moment, in the works. I don't know, but. That's I'm probably disrespecting all of our nautical fans right now that are like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? That's a nautical term, but that's just how I interpreted it, man. So either way, man, that's a dope name. Snug it loose.
1: I like it. I don't know. Snug it tight. Sounds painful. Ooh. Yeah, you definitely, you never want to snug it
2: tight. <laughs> nah,
0: that's like when you wear skinny jeans. Right, you dude. snug it tight,
2: then you got to yeah. readjust. Now you're snugging it loose the right way. Now we're we're vibing. Everything's oh, great. Oh, we're totally.
1: Oh. I'm sorry, guys. We're fucking open. Yeah. We, took we a love day, you. Boys. Love the music. That's why you made the top ten, 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 ten. This boom. boom. <laughs> Actually,
2: interesting. Snug it loose. Only three songs out on Spotify. Still working on becoming a full band. It's mainly this one guy, Tyler David, out of North Carolina. Yeah. Shout out Tyler together. David. So hopefully... He'll get a full band together, and we get to see him live in 2021 sometime. Yeah, dude, I have a feeling this yeah. won't be the last time on Reggae
1: Through Sixties Top 10 Songs of the Week.
0: Brought to you by For we, The we, Vibes. We, we, we. Oh boys, we need to cool wow. down. Come no, man. Cool CJB, down. we're getting
1: that energy going. We're just getting started, man. We're getting started. We got so many good songs to go. I'm fucking stoked. No, 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 Brett, we need to cool down, dude. We need to oh, cool. oh, we need whoa, to cool whoa, down. whoa! I missed it. I missed the transition. shit (laughs) cool down indeed with Through the Roots featuring (laughs) talk
0: about a lineup right here Through the Roots featuring Pepper and Catastro Catastro
5: Arizona baby
2: if you couldn't tell the song's name was cool down you better cool your ass down Evan
0: Ah. (laughs) just kidding man love you
3: she blazing hot in the heat of the summer Dripping like ice with the sun shining on her Cool down,
4: she read her Spicy margarita with the salt on top She in the groove now She can't stop Those little white shorts Make her tan lines pop. She be glowing, glowing Hair out the window Just blowing, blowing Don't really care where she going, going She won't stop Whiskey old-fashioned With a cherry on top This Attitude She 50-50 Kinda sweet, kinda rude Dancing alone in the middle of the room Nothing to prove My eyes are glowed to the way that she moves Now she's winding me up I really love the way she's
3: putting it down She got an island tattoo on her ankle Sun drunk in the corner town
4: She glows brighter in the summertime Even brighter when the sun is shining You can feel her when she passes by
0: A wildfire I really hope she don't Really hope she don't Cool the roots featuring Pepper and Cadastro cool down, man. I'll tell you what, boys, this is a single girl's anthem right here, man. This is a single yeah. girl's anthem for 2020, baby. It's girls' night tonight, boy. No, you don't, you're not feeling me with
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean. <laughs> Yeah. first of
0: all all right let me let me let me elaborate let me elaborate all right sorry if i don't get excited for girls <laughs> shit though. dude all right uh, uh, uh yeah i love the imagery on this track talking about you know she rides hot she's got to cool down she rides hot she's a spicy margarita with the salt on top dude a spicy Ooh. margarita first of all you know i'm not a big spicy margarita guy but i i love the idea of describing somebody that you're interested in as being similar to a spicy margarita, you know? Um, so I don't know, dude, I've never had a spicy margarita. Maybe I will now, but you know, again, the imagery, dude, the whiskey old fashioned with the cherry on top. First of all, anyone that knows me knows I love old fashions. Okay. That's my jam, dude. But the cherry on top, I don't know, man. What is, is an old fashioned. I, I picture that being like a, I don't know, like a like an old person's drink,
2: man. Like some Don Draper nah, might order. No, nah, that's on, like know? a cla- that's that's your like hipster drink nowadays. Really? Absolutely. Well, yeah. I I do like that. Catastro
0: shouts out Arizona Brett, and I know you probably picked up on that. And probably just loved that dude. Uh, I do love it. Yeah, I do. And they first of all, I think it's Andy from Catastro that's uh, you know on this song. But dude, he can freaking spit, dude. He can spit bars and it's funny we didn't get to hear it on the preview here but if you go and listen to the song which by the way you can find on the for the vibes playlist on spotify put together by david shaw uh you will hear later in the song there's a part where the beat kind of changes and they go hey ho hey ho and it did it reminds me of 90s hip-hop and and andy from catastrophe is spinning bars on this so i just feel like it's fitting and the funny thing to me too is that hey ho" part. Which actually is just a whole vibe in itself. Uh, is that Pepper's only part on this song, dude? If it is, that's epic. <laughs> like that's like the best feature I've ever seen in my life. If that's if that's the extent of it, uh, because I feel like it ties it all together. So, all in all, man, this is a fucking banger. That's my thoughts. John, you're a big Pepper guy. You're gonna fucking call me out like that, dude, on the podcast? Are yeah. you gonna let people know I'm a big Pepper guy? You know I'm a big Pepper guy, dude. I tell a story i feel like every podcast (laughs) i I love pepper i grew up on pepper they influenced me tremendously i remember i saw them in 2004 at uh prince's club in minneapolis man uh with the expendables and there were some other people there but dude the energy of the pepper guys dude the energy that they brought to me when i was at a very impressionable age uh just helped kind of shape me man i I love pepper man i love their music i love what i love the way that they've all kind of like this is an interesting analogy age like wine. And it's not just because I'm drinking wine <laughs> and because Pepper has their own line of wine. You're right. You're but right. it's true, man. They've all kind of gone in there, you know, they've stayed together, but they've also grown and gotten involved in different things. I mean, Law Records is, you know, one of the biggest things out there. And, you know, they've got the wine. I know Kaleo does a podcast, Brett's got his thing. And, uh, you know, Yossad is just a legend. I mean, he's got a podcast, he's one of the best drummers uh in the game so i think all in all man i I would think it's better to say i'm a pepper guy evan so thanks for that
2: uh alley-oop there but all right jb we've heard (laughs) the story before brett brett what do you (laughs) think about the song
1: yeah i think you know talking about the right kind of drinks the right kind of cocktails you gotta have the right ingredients to make the best drink and i think when you take through the roots pepper and catastrophe you put them together you're gonna have a you're gonna have a jam dude and uh that's what that's what this was and i think it uh I enjoyed it. I always enjoy those bands individually. And like you're saying, Pepper, to me, like no matter where they are in their catalog, and when I had a chance to talk to Brett Bollinger, it's like, dude, where does this energy come from? They are a fountain of youth. They always are going off. They bring the party. Whenever they go to a party, they bring the party. And in fact, Brett was talking about Catastro when he first saw them, met them, how they were just going off, and they were having a great time, and they were partying. And he's like, these guys are for real. So There's a lot of authenticity in this uh, hype and this this vibe that they're they're shouting out. So I think it's dope. And I can perfectly imagine the imagery that goes with these drinks that they're describing. And I think it sounds real sexy, like a real good time. And, uh, you know, it's hot as balls here in Arizona. So it is time to cool down. I'm looking at JB's long sleeve shirt. I'm extremely (laughs) jealous. And, uh, you know, it creates a vibe. It creates a nice vibe.
0: Dude, I'll tell you what, it's 60 uh, degrees outside here, but it's 90 degrees inside this goddamn room in Evan's house. Man, it's just crazy. Uh, So I feel your pain.
1: Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to somebody turning the heat off. But, um, you know, since we're doing a good job of setting things up, the vibe, the vibe that's coming up, the vibes that are happening for the vibes, all those things, this next song is pretty dope. Evan, tell us what's coming up next.
2: Up next, we've got A Vibe. Hey from Protege with Wiz Khalifa. Ooh. Let's get it. Hold okay. on.
3: So I just wanna relax, roll up a sleep, and split, send it straight to my head, yeah. Smoke my marijuana until my eyes turn red, yeah and try to catch a vibe sweet sweet vibe so please don't you kill my high kill my high i got a joint you
5: got a lighter let's roll one and we ain't smoking no half we want the whole one you ain't always gotta pay, I'll let you hold one Some people say you shouldn't cough, but that's no fun Hit it, it tastes terrific, KK is that specific Don't take too many puffs off the tree if you ain't pitching Some people get into the game just to get them richer I really love trees,
3: so roll the next so one bigger I roll up those seeds and sativa gets me so lit Then I inhale and exhale, try to let go of my sheet so I just want to relax, roll up a sleep, and send it straight to my head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. smoke yeah. my marijuana until my eyes turn red. Yeah, make, and make. try to catch a vibe, catch sweet vibe. sweet vibe. So please don't you kill my
1: heart. They be trying to catch a vibe, smoking their marijuana, the spliffs, the feeling good, man. I. Fucking love this song. It's got the right combination of all the things. And that's what we've been talking about throughout this podcast. We're talking about the fusion, the influences, the different styles that are all coming into this reggae influence. And I'll tell you what, man, Wiz Khalifa, always out there, you know, supporting the cannabis community in so many ways. Talking about those joints as big as King Kong's fingers. And obviously that wasn't in this track, but, you know, Protege and Wiz have a nice you know, kind of counter to each other. Like I like the vibe that they are creating in the song. It feels good. I could put this on repeat and just be chilling in a nice session and enjoying everything or just chilling and doing nothing. But it puts you in a vibe. It puts you in a mood. And I feel like they have such a genuine appreciation for the ganja, like the smoking, letting shit go, relaxing. And it's it didn't it wasn't a forced song, you know, they weren't they weren't trying to make it about something. It's a it, they, it, they're not making it to be about the vibe and about bud and cannabis and smoking. It just is about that vibe. And it is about cannabis because that's true to them. And that, that all in itself was very stonerish. but you follow me. Hell yeah. So man.
0: it's a vibe. It's a vibe. They definitely follow you, man. And to just build on that dude, like it's so cool to see these two guys link up like protege and Wiz Khalifa, man, they are just legends in their own right, man. This would be like, If Coke and Pepsi collaborated and came out with a brand new soda, man, it'd be like if McDonald's and Burger King came together and made a a new barbecue chicken sandwich, man. This is like two absolute beasts in what they do, linking up and creating something special, man. So um, first thing I thought is like, can you just imagine the smoke session that transpired when these two got together for this song (laughs) man? like I, I tell you what, they should do a behind the scenes documentary of that shit, man. And Wiz Khalifa, dude, he's actually one of my favorite rappers. Um, you know, I know everyone knows him for Weed them boys or black and yellow or that stuff, but like his lesser known music, things on mixtapes and stuff like that, is actually super positive. It's very uplifting. It's just very dope, man. He's very motivational. And he really, really, really loves weed. In fact, KK uh is a strand of weed, Khalifa Kush, that he actually um, exclusively smokes and, uh, you know, it's available in certain areas, <laughs> so, you know, keep that in mind, and, you know, again, man, he just he loves weed, and Protégé's chorus is just so damn smooth on this song, man, like, catch a vibe, dude, this is, you know, we had the single girl anthem in 2020 by Through the Roots, we got the weed smoking song in 2020 by Protégé and Wiz Khalifa, and, and here's a question for you guys, man, Protégé at one point says, uh, something about no seeds. I, yeah. I've been out of the game for a little while of smoking weed consistently. You know, I'm more a casual uh, kind of guy. Are seeds even still a thing? Is that still a thing? Or I feel I thought like we just come like without seeds. Now it's like if you seeds. get
2: a seed in your medical grade shit, you're like, oh, nice, I got a seed. You know, <laughs> that's I, what that's what no. I thought,
1: dude. Like I just like no, ran. dude, no, no, do not agree with you. No, <laughs> I mean I haven't smoked in a few months, but I've smoked long enough to be a, a smoker, and I would tell you this much. There was this one time in college, right? Everybody starts a story with that. There's one time oh, in college, shit. but for some reason, my roommate was like, "Let's smoke these seeds." And oh, in college, no. I mean, it was like reg shit, you know, from Tucson. It, yeah. was, it was more seeds and weed, whatever. But yep. I'll tell you this much, man. Never again. If I even take a, a snap of a bowl and I get a sense of a seed, bro, no, the, you the never. Sack wanna, goes in the oh. trash. Oh. I've literally gone back to the dispensary, like, yo. And they're like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "Seeds." It's like if you went to the restaurant and and your food is bad, it's you, like I'm taking that, that shit back. I'm back. Back. You the I the dish. like, "I don't give a fuck." Like, it's traumatic to me. I got PTSD from it, so like, oh, post traumatic seed syndrome. I will not do it. Like, it cannot happen. I cannot. It, fuck that. So, well, no seeds like is real I'm, important. Just like Snoop, no seeds. Sounds, no sounds like no you seeds. and protege have that in common, man. Um, Listen, I'd smoke again <laughs> if Wiz wanted to send over some KK. Have a sesh. Let's talk about some things. Um, if you're hearing us, whiz, we hope you are. Let's do this. And Protege, you too. it's coming along. Let's, let's do some things. Let's have a good time.
0: <laughs> let's connect. Let's link. Let's build, man. I love <laughs> the fact, too, that at the end, Protege says, don't kill my high. And I just feel like you don't have to smoke to appreciate that, man. So I don't even think you have to smoke to really appreciate this song. It's a dope song, dude. We all love this
2: song. Evan, what's next? Up next. We've Got a song Boom from Henry Fong and Common Kings. Yeah,
4: like
6: you trying yeah. to kill me. I see the mind, yeah. I recognize you're looking for a murderer. You want to find one? You met the right one. Uh-huh. No evidence that it was done. You never got the smoking
4: gun. Yeah, I got the key.
6: Murderer. You're trying to kill me. I see the minds.
0: Henry Fong featuring Common Kings, boom! I tell you this, man. Henry Fong loves reggae music, and I love the fact that he's getting involved in our genre. He's more than welcome, man. And I, you know, I know previously he's worked with Rome Ramirez and some other beasts, dude. And now Common Kings, dude, talk about working with the best of the best, man. This is a dance hall, EDM, reggae, hip hop, reggae rock blend, dude, and I have never heard it done so smoothly, dude, and just that line, man, she had me with the boom boom, if you listen to the song, he's talking about somebody bouncing around the boom boom, man, Getting you know, she had me with the boom boom, dude, I picture the boom boom, I think about the boom boom, I've been in situations where I've been captivated, encapsulated, just absolutely enthralled with the boom boom, to the point where I didn't know what I was doing, my brain wasn't working, I was meditating, I was in a zen state of mind with the boom boom on me, Okay, (laughs) (laughs) you know, don't ever go to the boom boom room. Actually, forget that. Go to the boom boom room because you don't know (laughs) what happens there. But this song made me feel happiness. It made me feel joy. It made me feel good. It put me in a good state of mind. And for that, I love it. This is a great
1: track. man. That's what I think. I think of two things. I think of that, was the juvenile video, back that thing up when he goes boom, thing, boom. Yes. Like, we're talking about the boom, boom. That's the boom, boom. And then I also think about that boom, boom. You hear say, way wayo. way-o.
7: way-o. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
1: you. You guys can't leave it hanging. No, no, no. Um, Henry Fong, this time, or this time, Henry Fong, man. Um, we've been talking about the diversity, the influences this week. And it's cool to hear an EDM artist come onto a reggae or put out a reggae track. It's not something I can say I've never have I ever heard because, I mean, reggaeton's got its kind of upbeat kind of stuff, but it's more like Latino influence. I don't know. It's more of a cultural thing where EDM and you can hear it in there. Like I can feel that. I can just picture it being played at the beginning of like the rave party or whatever. Like it's got a good vibe or maybe at the end, chill people out. I don't know. But um, Henry Fong was not an artist I was very familiar with, but I did dig into his catalog a little bit this week just to hear more. And I think it's dope that uh, such a accomplished EDM artist is coming into reggae and putting some things out there, especially with folks like uh, Common Kings. Love it, dude. Boom, boom. We need to get Henry Fong on a track with the Irie, dude. I'm feeling
0: that collaboration for some reason, man. That just mm-hmm. came to me. Uh, you know, inspiration struck me. Speaking of uh, inspiration... I'm inspired by these five songs that we just heard out of the Reggae 360 top ten songs of the week. Burn, burn,
2: burn. Woo!
0: Oh man, that means there's five more to go.
2: Evan, how do you think we did the first half? I'll give you a solid uh <laughs> seven out of ten, JB. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There's, dude. there's room for improvement for you. Okay. All right, I know let's you talk do about better. it. How do, I, how do I do better? Well, critique. You know, me. let's let's Cut. Let's play the interview. We can talk about it, have a little peer review session. Maybe we could up that to an 8 or 9 out of 10 by the second half.
0: Dude, I'll, oh I'll fucking give you a 7 out of 10 right now, dude.
1: Do it. I dare uh, you. Uh. Uh, I think, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to let them uh, take a break. <laughs> it's time. Yeah. It's been dope. It's been fun. The first five. Um, I'm going to just jump into this shit. I, I'm sure you have plenty to say. But I was stoked with this week's interview, man. It was diversity, is difference. It's a lot of different vibes that were coming up. So JB, tell us, because I know you work, you work so hard in this shit. I don't ever want to like talk over what you have planned, because I got plenty of things to say about Ogie Wawa and um, yeah. But first, I'd like to,
0: I'd like to hear what you have to say. Well, Bert, I tell you what, man. You know, I do put a lot of work in this thing, but I, you know, that brain of yours, dude. I feel like you just can just lean back on that brain. It just comes to you so goddamn naturally, man. That's why you're the most talented man on radio in Arizona, dude. Now <laughs> you're on our podcast, dude. I love it. Oogie Wawa, Jesse Lee, Oogie Lee. I mean, you hit the nail on the head, dude. This is an amazing conversation. We talked about hip hop. We talked about fusion. Okay. We, Jesse freestyled for us. Yes, this is amazing. Yes. People are going to love it. You're going to love it. And I can't wait for you to hear it. So on that note, I'll shut up, man. Let's, Let's let this thing rock, man. Full send.
7: Boom, boom.
0: It's your boy JB, and I'm sitting here, chilling in the studio with a couple fine gentlemen. Brett Coleman and Evan Yarmo. What up, boys? How you guys doing? Yo. Hey, hey, hey. Nice, dude. I like the energy, man. I like the energy. We got (laughs) to bring it a little bit stronger, boys. Yeah. And I'll tell you why I'm so pumped up, (laughs) god damn it, is because we got another special individual here, okay? We're here. With a super talented musician, a man with a big personality, a big voice, just a big dude in general, a true lyricist, a hip-hop artist. He's got bars. He's got dreads. He's your favorite band's favorite rapper, someone who's been representing the New York State of Mind with the reggae rock twist, one of the realest in the game, one of the pillars of East Coast reggae, Jesse Woo. Lee of Oogie wow. What up, Jesse? How you doing, man? Woo!
7: I'm feeling great now after that one, man. Yes, dude. <laughs>
0: That's awesome, man. I appreciate it.
7: Much love and appreciation all around, guys. How are you?
0: For sure, man. For sure. We're we're doing great, man. We're stoked to be talking to you. We're definitely glad you could uh, join us today. And I know, uh, you know, I've I've been a big fan of Oogie Wawa for some time. And I've seen you uh, play live shows. And, you know, I know you've been dropping some new music and and teasing the fans a little bit that there's maybe an album coming. So I'm just kind of curious if you could speak to the state of oogie wawa in this moment man how are you guys
7: doing what's going on what can the fans uh look forward to um you know we're doing uh we're doing well as well as one can in uh in the crazy state that we live in right now but uh yeah yeah, for sure we got we got a a whole slew of of new music coming um super stoked on this one you know uh Sorry, I should have muted my phone. My bad. (laughs) That's all right, dude. That's real. real. That aperture hour, right there. Just sitting at the (laughs) sitting at the kitchen table, getting some getting some work done too. You know. (laughs) Um. But yeah, we got a we got a a whole new album coming out. Um. Actually, was just talking with uh, uh, our photographer. We 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 wanted to do a little something different for the uh, album art this year. You know, like for this one, instead of like uh, you know, most of them have been like hand illustrated. Mm -hmm. We're like, we want to do a little something. Something a little different, so uh, we got our girl Callie to take some uh, some fire photos, and uh, so yeah, like that. Uh, that artwork's gonna be uh, submitted real soon. We're gonna have the whole album up ready for uh, pre saves coming shortly.
0: <laughs> awesome, man.
4: Awesome.
7: Yeah, man. Yeah, am no, Stoked on it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm stoked too. And actually, the the
0: last track that I heard from you guys was Herbal Aroma. And man, that was a banger, dude. That was a, uh, we actually, we reviewed it on this podcast too. And, uh, I think the consensus was, it it was a fire track, man. I'm, I'm curious, uh, what was that reception like, Like, man? Are you getting the love from that track? I mean, uh, that's gotta, it's gotta build some
7: momentum for this album I'm sure. Uh, yeah, you know, we were, uh, that's, that was definitely like the, um, like one of the singles we released another single before I'm sure I'll get into in just a second. But, uh, yeah, no, you know, the response has been great. It's, um, uh, it's actually, it's like one of the first tracks that I ever wrote, like fully with, you know, in the band and like presented. Um, so like it had like a special place for me right there. Nice. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's been all love. It's been all love, you know, since, uh, since the release, um, had a couple little, little problems, little glitches, but that's, uh, has all been rectified now for like the full album so there'll be i guess technically there'll be like a remixed uh remastered version of it uh to come out that sounds 10 times better uh than you know than the the quality that just came out I'm not really sure what happened there but been talking with spotify about it interesting
0: okay yeah something to look forward to then man the the, the remix <laughs> i like it
7: yeah dude it's 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 uh, it's fire Yeah, I can't wait. That's why, like, we're really like I was just talking to Chad today about uh, setting an actual release date. We haven't exactly gotten much further on it, but uh, it's it's definitely this year, um, early fall for sure.
0: Okay, awesome. Yeah, man. Nice. Yeah, no, and and uh, that's definitely something to look forward to. I know you've actually, aside from Oogie Wawa, man, you've been doing your thing too dropping some solo music uh, yeah, yeah. you know under the name Oogie Lee and and uh I think you dropped a couple uh singles this year as well. Uh can you talk about that that project, man, the solo project, what you're doing with that and and maybe sure. yeah what what uh what people can look forward to with that.
7: Yeah. So uh so like the Oogie Lee project is is definitely um uh, you know like sort of similar to Oogie but not really at all. It's like, you know, just kind of like my My take on uh, on hip hop and like, Mm. you know, like what I really came from. Um, It's dope because I I partnered up with my boy JP, our original guitar player for Oogie. Um, You know, he uh, he left the band a few years ago. So it's just been great, like working with him again. Oh, wow. Um, I think we got I think we got some bangers (laughs) on that one, too, man. Like for sure. I'm uh, I'm real stoked to uh, to release that one. And uh, that's definitely coming this year as well. Oh, that's sick, man. Um, yeah, Drifting and Fight
0: were, were two pretty uh, – Oh, word. Per, they were, like, gritty, man. They were real. Like, I, I felt like you really kind of put pen to paper on that one and just kind of let it all out, man. Those those two tracks were, uh, were were definitely, like, heartfelt music, like, real music. Is that kind of the vibe with that whole project? Or do you experiment a yeah, little definitely. bit?
7: Yeah, Definitely. Definitely it's and I think that's what it you know, that's like what it boils down to is that it's uh it's a bit more experimental, you know, in uh things that I've wanted to do, you know, that doesn't, I guess, just really like fit the Oogie vibe or, mm. or you know, uh actually like I think uh, I want to say like drifting was one that like just didn't make the cut. Yeah. Um, you know, for uh for the Oogie album. And it was just one that like I loved that I was like, I want to do. Um and I'm I'm stoked on the way that one came out. So like it just kind of like kickstarted the rest of it, you know. Yeah. Um, wasting my time is like is gonna be uh, probably like my favorite one on the solo album. Uh, I want to release that one first, but JP's JP wants to go in a different direction <laughs> with the first one. Yeah. So I'm gonna listen to him. You know. Well, nice. uh, we'll go with the the I guess like the the. More poppy or banger, uh, for that first
0: okay. release. You know? Okay, okay. Now, w- w- one thing you said that I just wanted to ask about, and I, I feel like Brett might have been going down this road too, because I saw his eyes light up. You said where you where you came from. You were talking about hip hop and like where you came from, and you yeah, know, right? obviously, like just listen to any Oogie Wawa track, man. You can yeah, you can rap like you got serious talent, man. You can hear it in your solo stuff. That I mean, that's what it is um you know so you're obviously like a super talented rapper i'm just kind of curious like if you could talk about maybe how you got into rap some of your influences i mean did you start out just you know with freestyles with your buddies and then just kind of got better and better like how did you kind of evolve and become uh you know the
7: person that you are what were your influences um yeah wow so like that's that goes deep um i mean like hip-hop's always been been I say, like, my first love, you know, um, like, obviously, like, I I, I grew up in, a, you know, a, a pretty musical household, you know, that ranges in, like, all different areas. Like, my brother is a phenomenal classical musician. You know, my mom was, like, you know, your typical, you know, hippie rocker. You know, my dad listened to, like, Jeff Beck and Gary Moore and stuff like that. So it was, nice. like, it was always, like, eclectic, but... When I first like uh really what did me in was KRS. Um KRS and naughty by nature, like Tretch, Tretch is like what blew my mind at a young age, where it was like tilted my head, like what is what did he just do? What what happened there, you know?
0: Yes.
7: Um, just lyrically, Cadence wise, like this flow was ridiculous. Such an underrated rapper right there, I think, Tretch. Um, and then that kind of like worked me into you know, the big L's, the big puns. Yes. And then my mind was just expanded and blown. You know, Uh, Nasilmatic is just probably one of the greatest hip hop pieces of art of all time. Yes. You know, Um, but uh, like for where I started, uh, it really like started for poetry for me, Mm. you know, which uh, it seems to actually be like a common story, I guess, like to hear, but like I got into poetry at a pretty, young age um got into like creative writing and things like that like uh, stage acting and stuff like that like it all just kind of uh morphed into one and then like improv came and then just from improv it was just like freestyle bang uh it wasn't really until i met like my boy this boy this dude scumby um still to this day probably one of the best freestyles i'll put him up against anyone in the world like even supernat like on the real like not even dude's just ridiculous like off the top but uh so like we started like battling down in like the docks you know and like uh on long island and shit and uh that was just kind of like the the first natural progressions into like becoming an mc
2: yeah
7: um and then you know like we had like a we had a rap click you know we had a crew and you know we used to just we used to write together and like make songs and actually chat our bass player used to record us in his shed in his parents' backyard. So like it's just crazy, like that correlation, like how all that shit like kind of wrapped back together, you know, in life. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like it was just a couple years of, of writing and, and rapping and like doing like these small rap shows with these dudes. Um, I don't know, me and like JP kind of fused two songs together. Uh, which was, uh, I think I think it was Oogie's first release, Go Your Way. You know, it was like basically a breakup song that we put together. Um, me and uh, Nikki, our drummer at the time, who's our keyboardist now, um, him and I lived together. So like we were always like making music together, you know, so it was just kind of like Oogie form that way. And then that just opened up a new door, a new challenge really like in like my eyes for like hip hop because it's like, all right, not too many people are rocking over a band, you know? And then, uh, we got like mad love from the reggae world. Uh, and then it was just like, well, not too many people are, you know, rapping over this reggae rock, you know, like this shit's dope. We could take this up and down the coast and, uh, you know, things have just been progressing ever since, you know, from there. But, uh, for like, you know, getting on like my solo stuff, it's nice for me to like take that step back and like, that's why I said like back to like my roots where it's, you know, just solely focused on making some banger beats, putting together an ill song and recording it, you know, putting it out there, you know, instead of going through the whole. Uh, not that I, you know, trying to say anything bad about it, but like not, you know, like going through like the band process where it's, you know, multiple writers and everyone like in a collective and, you know, putting it together, you know, that way. I tell you what, though, like after doing like your your own solo album, you certainly appreciate the band. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, damn, like where is everyone else and their input? <laughs> but yeah, so like that's like been like that was my start of uh, into hip hop, like nice. for real. Yeah. Um, and then like underground hip hop just like took over my life for a long time. <laughs> you know, I was like, I got I got out of I got out of the mainstream and started finding dudes that I had never heard of. That just blew my mind completely. Who Who are some of those dudes? Shout them out. Who are some of the underground rappers that people need to know Uh, about? Off rip apathy. I think is just arguably like my favorite rapper of all time. Um, You know, pretty much like the whole Demigods click is just fire. Jedi mind tricks is you know Vinny Pass is just a man. Uh, Tone deaf is uh, that's like the Q and Five click. He's like a, a dude from Queens. Uh, probably the fastest rapper in the game, you know, like no doubt. Um, sorry, my dog's doing something crazy outside. <laughs> just my like, you Um, you know, I mean, again, like, it's just like the list goes on. The list is like, so, 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 so long. Uh, I couldn't even begin to like collectively put it all together. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, off-rip, like, apathy, tone-deaf for sure like, two of my my biggest influences, like, when it comes to, like, my own, my own shit, you know?
2: So, I mean, you've been rapping, performing, doing a ton of different stuff, it sounds like. It sounds like you're really, you know, a true artist. You know, you're not just yeah. this or that. You know, you're just out having a good time expressing yourself is kind of the vibe that I'm getting. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but... When I see that, I usually see somebody who's pretty involved locally too in the local music scene. Um, would you say that's the case? Oh, for sure. And if so, yeah. I mean, um, what idea. have you seen for the changes of your local scene over the years? I mean, I know that's that's where artists come from, and you know, you're in Long sure. Island. I mean, it's an artistic place.
7: Yeah. That. What a good looking question. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I tell you, like, I'm, I'm certainly not involved in the local scene as much anymore as, as I want to be. And, you know, like that's certainly, uh, it's certainly something that like takes a toll on you. like you know, like when, when you get into like touring, you know, like when you're heavily touring, you know, like there was, there was a good six, seven year stretch where like Oogie was doing over 200 shows a year, you know, consistently 220 up to like, you know, 250, um, and uh, you know, it's just like you kind of like start losing touch. You know, you try to always like stay in touch. You know, of course, because it's like you know that's the fam and all. But uh, you know, like uh, to be honest with you, it, it was it's beautiful. I will say that it's absolutely beautiful. When Ugi first stepped on the local scene, like there was no, there was no scene. You know what I mean? Like we had one band on the island that was like really doing anything in like the vein of reggae, and that was uh, the Roast Beef Curtains. Um, you know, and like, and then like, we kind of came in and, uh, we kind of came in on like their kind of way out in a sense. And it was just like cover bands and fucking hardcore bands. It's like all Long Island had, um, and no one was, there was no community, you know what I mean? And like, that was, so that was like one of the first things that, that we tried to build was like that community aspect and like looking back now like 10 years later 11 years later it's 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 awesome you know like it's there's there's literally a beautiful family that has blossomed on long island you know that is uh kind of makes you feel like a proud dad almost you know what i mean like that not in, not in that weird way but you know it's uh so yeah like the long island scene is popping uh, I love it. I'm actually I'm I'm featured on one of my favorite local bands, uh, The Big Happy. They're uh, they're just they're so fun live, um, you know. Uh, they're not like they kind of have like hints of reggae, you know, but like they're more of like a jam like vesti band. Um, actually, uh, they're they're one of their lead singers, this girl Nikki. She's uh, she's incredible, fire rapper, great voice. I have her on one of my solo projects, like one of my solo songs that's uh, probably going to be the first song that we release. So like, I'm super stoked on that one. But um, uh, what was I saying there? Yeah, the Big Happy, like they're uh, they're probably like my favorite local band right now. I mean,
1: when you talk about a good time live, like that's pretty much what I've heard about you guys. Like it's such a good time to go to a show. You guys are the crowd ambassadors. You guys got that flavor. You make people feel part of the family, part of the show. Right and, uh, you know, I'm looking at, you know, all the way out here in Arizona, you know, we, we don't have a chance to be out there in New York with you guys. So yeah, yeah. the feeling is, is very well respected and I appreciate that because we want, especially out here, like you're saying, the community needs to grow. And there's always a chance that like a couple bands will get on the mat, but then it's the rest of the responsibility of the community. Keep it coming, keep bringing that fresh blood, keep making those new sounds, which is something that I think you have done an amazing job with man like the fusion like you're talking about the hip-hop and bringing that into the reggae and talking about some new singles like the circle you got and uglies sure. in there you got Tropedelic, you got a lot of different bands that i mean in their own right have their own kind of crazy influences into their music so sure. when you you take those bands and you put them into something that you're creating with hip-hop with reggae influence and you can't even like limited to just those two but it's just like uh I don't know man I think it's dope how you've been able to take this fusion and create it to a sound a tone and a recipe that is indefinitely you and bringing that vibe is is sick whether it's you know through the group or through the single project I think it's just uh, something I've been real quiet this interview because I've been just super interested to hear everything you got to say and that's pretty much it I mean I think it's dope how the fusion becomes a signature and you've been really great at doing that And I've just dove into your catalog over the last week and a half, just being like, I know some, but I don't know enough. And pretty much what I've gotten out of it is fusion. And this week too, like when we're talking, we're going to get to other songs later in the podcast. There's so much fusion that's happening in this genre that is dope. Like you just wouldn't expect it. I wouldn't expect hip hop with reggae. Like when I heard is is kind of my example, my mind was blown because I'm like, this has something more than everything else, yeah. but it it can't be duplicated because only one can have that voice, and you've been able to do that with with a great finesse. So props on that.
7: Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. That's that's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, like you know, fusion is. Uh, I don't know. It it like that whole. It came natural. You know what I mean. Like right. it's it once it once has to. Know, yeah, like, once you hear the knock of of a good reggae beat, I mean, I don't know, like, as as an MC, as, like, a hip-hop artist, it's it was always the joke. It's like, oh, can you rap over this? It's like, yeah, dude, I'll rap over. Like you could fart in a bucket, no rap over. <laughs> you know, like, that I was, I was, like, always the saying there. Like, yeah, man, like, it's, but, like, it just, like, it clicked. And uh, just to, like, touch on, because you brought up the circle. Um, yeah. I, uh, I don't know, to me, like, That track is fire. Like, I love it, you know? And the fact that we got, you know, like, we needed Brandon on that. You know, we needed James and Rhodes on that for sure because, you know, like, those were the dudes that, like, we came up with, you know, in in this East Coast scene, you know what I'm saying? And uh, just to touch on it, like, for me, having Jordan on that was huge because – so I guess, like, a lot of people know, but not everyone knows, like, Jordan was the front – was the front man of uh, of the movement, and if it wasn't for the movement, I would have never even dove into this scene. You know, it was like wow. obviously, wow. like I knew who, like you know, the big players were just from growing up and and liking the style. You know, like obviously, like we all grew up listening to Sublime, right? You know, sure. uh, and then that morphed into slightly stupid, and you know, and then Long Beach Dub All Stars was like a, a good replacement for a while, and. You know what I mean? So it's like all like the big players, Pepper. You know, like oh yeah, oh yeah, I know that song. You know what I mean? But it wasn't until like I heard the movement that what about that. it and their fusion is like straight up because it was like it was everything that I was trying to do with with Oogie like in the very beginning. Sorry, I'm like caught sure. behind.
4: I'm the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right
7: there. <laughs> You know, uh, it was everything that, like, I wanted to do. And then, you know, a few years later, like, the Dirty Heads finally, like, reached out out to the East Coast. And it was just like, oh, yo. Like, these guys are doing it fucking amazingly. You know what I mean? Like For the sure. We you know? talking to,
1: to Cosmic last week, and he was talking about Josh and comparing him to Eminem from Godzilla. Like, the rap sure. style, the just, yeah. like, just how to get it done. He was like, I gave up a verse because... I just wanted to see what the hell he could do with it because I knew he could do so much. So, yeah, you know, it's like I could see that being able to pick up on that articulation and, and that vibe and that feeling yeah. is something that uh, it does stand out. And I never knew why the movement to me, because I do love hip hop and I've listened to plenty of conscious hip hop along the way. And, you know, I think about the bands that have been embraced in this reggae world. And the, really the only other one I can think of, honestly, is Atmosphere because sure. they seem to get a lot of this yeah. this community behind them real quick. Um I mean, but anyway. Yeah. No, yeah. how could you not? No, no. I mean they're they're one of those other, you know, yeah. giant flying stars that are amazing, but sure. Yeah, yeah. You don't think of the movement and immediately think in my mind at least. I don't think hip hop, I don't think rap. I really don't think of any of that, but until we talked to Johnny Cosmic last week, it was like Wait a minute! You're right. Like, dude, the dude is yeah, on dude. fire. If you listen to that Soja song that they just put out, yeah, I mean, he is just. Bop, Josh bop, is, bop, bop. That's what I I'm mean, saying. Like
7: a lot of like a lot of people don't know his back history either. You know, like, and, and I right. just mean like of early the movement albums. You know, like, uh, oh god, it's blanking on me now. What's their first album called? Uh, Set Still. Uh, no, the one before that, and Shit, that's that's where. It's Him and Jordan would just it <laughs> blew my mind in like in their hip hop style because they were both rapping fire. But Jordan, I mean, uh, uh, Josh uh, had always still like put like, you know, that melody to his rapping, you know, but either way, like so yeah. fire rappers, both of them. And uh Jordan is it was like the one that really like did me in. Uh, and obviously, I mean, you can't you can't discredit Josh he's just he's incredible with what he's with what he does and what he's doing you know um but yeah it's just like for to sure. have jordan on that track was uh i don't know it just felt right to me because it was just like you know more of a yo thank you dude because if it wasn't for you like we wouldn't have this right now you know yeah.
1: um for sure, on your feet yeah. for those that are listening that feet. want to yeah, check it, it out. Two thousand four, yeah, right. on your feet,
7: on your feet, rise to the beat, <sighs> people in the third, tough dogs in the street. Yeah, that that song is dope. Dude. That whole album is fire. <laughs> God bless the movement. <laughs> Amen, <laughs> brother.
0: Amen, dude. That's it's it's crazy. This I, I'm loving this conversation, and I and I think about um, something you said earlier, kind of like how you know we all grew up with the big players, Sublime, and and Slightly Stupid and Pepper and Long Beach Sub All-Stars. And actually, I've always had a love for rap and reggae rock. And going all the way back to Sublime, I mean, Bradley Noel, the lead singer, loved hip-hop music. I mean, he had a song about KRS-One, you know, like a Snoop Dogg remix. Like, hip-hop and reggae and reggae rock have always just been like, connected, man. There's always that connection there. So, it's kind of cool to see how things have evolved and it's, and, it's
7: that it's that revolutionary music, yeah, you know, like that's yeah, it's that yeah. rebel, you know, uh, like it's just hip hop. Hip hop became, you know, the voice of the oppressed and that rebel music in America. Whereas, you know. Reggae roots was that in Jamaica, you know, like that, that was their voice, you know. So, yeah, they're they're very greatly relatable and attached Uh and I got to say, man, like, yo, there, there's some there's some fire coming out in the fusion. You know what I mean? Like you hear it in a lot of mainstream, you know, rappers, too. You know, like Joyner Lucas throws in some reggae vibes, you know, into into his tracks. And, uh, you know, it's not, I don't know my point. You can't deny it, You know what I mean? Like You can't deny it. It's too it's too good. They're both too fire of genres to not coincide with one another.
0: Absolutely, man. And it, it, it's interesting. Yeah, we hear more too, of it, that's for sure. Like with uh, with hip-hop, you can almost like, you, you can tell a different story maybe than you could on a on a reggae track. And, you know, I noticed that you talked about the differences between your solo stuff, um, like fight and, and drifting, and then some of the Oogie wawa stuff. And, and some of the lyrics in fight, I mean, you get real, just like you pull the curtains wide open and you talk about like, just some real shit, man, like, like overcoming depression. And you just, you drop a ton of knowledge in that song. And I'm kind of curious if, if you feel that as maybe you can, you know, talk about some different things. And and I'm almost kind of curious too, like we just, what inspired that song or maybe, uh, you know, what that song fight means to you. Um, and, and how you kind of were able to, uh, you know, put out your artistic vision with that track.
7: Yeah. Word. Uh, you know, I gotta say, like, I feel like, uh, i I'm, I'm i'm glad that you noticed that because i love that i love that track and i feel like it um you know definitely definitely all on my end like i just dropped the ball on the release of it i was just like so excited to to get it out you know that i didn't properly promote or anything like that but it's it's also like as i don't want to like be like cliche right now i'm just like trying to talk real um like when it comes to like the oogie lee shit it's it's like, I'm not trying to like, I'm not even trying to do that. You know, I just want to, I just want to make music for myself and like, you know, have that Avenue of ventilation again. Um, and that's pretty much like what those first two songs were, you know, uh, drifting. I wrote, I was in, I was in a bad way on tour, you know, I was just like mentally. And I just was sitting with my ukulele and I just, you know, pretty much wrote that, that whole song sitting on the beach in Florida. And, uh, and then fight was just, you know, a culmination of, you know, just life, man. You know what I mean? Like just a decade of of fighting and and trying to be trying to make this uh, this this dream a reality. And, and then just the culmination of starting a family uh, on top of that, you know, trying to like progress in every other area of my life, not just, you know, what I chose as a career you know what i mean like at the end of the day i'm a family man you know what i mean like uh it's what i've always wanted um you know and like that's what comes first so it's uh it's tough you know like being on the road and shit you get caught up in your own head you know what i mean you get you get crazy and stuff and uh you know a song like fight doesn't really doesn't really appeal i think to like like the Oogie crowd, you know. So it's like something that I've just had to like keep inside for a minute, you know, until like I was able to have that avenue to, uh, you know, to release. Awesome. You know. Hell yeah. And
0: uh, no, that's that's that that's real. And and you know, I I think you know your 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 bars and your solo stuff and and some of the Oogie stuff is. You know it's 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 not too far off, you know. But uh, one of the tracks for for Oogie, uh Jump Off, dude. Which by the way, uh, the yeah. Sugar Shack uh, version of Jump Off has been viewed over two hundred thousand times on YouTube, which is wild. That's awesome, man. Congrats. Uh, thanks. In thanks, one thanks. of your uh, bars, you say you're talking about you're being younger and going to football practice. And you talk about going to practice uh, with sacks and hitting spliffs. And then you, you drop a line about being an aging running back, riding with a broken pen. And I'm just kind of curious as a dude that in high school used to smoke blunts and go to football practice and chase that dream for quite a while. Was that your experience? Did you write that? Or you, you used to be a running back? Did you're a big dude? Maybe I thought maybe you'd yeah. be a D lineman or something. I don't know, but I'm curious.
7: Um, yeah, so, uh, so there, is, um, there is truth in that for sure. I was a running back uh, for a portion of my life.
0: Okay.
7: okay. <laughs> um. You know. No. Like my later years, I was. Uh. I was a defensive end.
0: Nice.
7: Um. I played DN. You know. All throughout high school. All. You know. In college. Uh. You know. Yeah. I mean. And I played both ways most years. <laughs> nice. Um. I was our backup quarterback. <laughs> I led my team in in rushing touchdowns <laughs> in tenth grade as the backup quarterback oh, wearing number. Five, and, and, yeah. And I was also oh, yeah. the starting like tackle. Uh. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, small schools, man, you know, you go got to play both ways. Uh, but yeah, no, like that's all, that's all real. You know, I tell you what, I don't, um, one thing I will say, like it's, I don't, uh, I don't feel the need to ever, to ever bullshit. You know what I mean? And like, um, I think that that certainly aids in the longevity, you know, where it's, uh, I'm never, you know, like, I'm just not going to sugarcoat. I'm just not going to sugarcoat. That's yeah. it. It's, you know, <laughs> I don't even know what else to say to it. It's, I was it's how I feel. It's yeah. Just, I only know how to do that, it's, you know? It's authentic. It's hard to be complacent and dumb down and play the game.
1: I dig that track, <laughs> though. I, when I was listening to all of them, I mean, that, that line, I miss my fucking youth. I think about that because, like, I mean, you know, I I've, I relate to the sense of having a family, growing up, having to do all these things that, that yeah. don't allow you to kind of go back. Not You don't need to go back, but, you know, I've got friends. I've been friends with for 20 plus years. And it's like when we step back and think about it, we are not in the same damn place we were 20 years ago, which is fortunate right. for us. And I, I appreciate that. But there are times, man, where I just wish I had that careless rebellion of, you know, do whatever the fuck I wanted, when I wanted. <laughs> and I didn't even think about it as a privilege then, which I guess you really, sh- I don't know if you should or shouldn't, because should doesn't exist, I guess. But when you get to reality of the situation, it's like, man, like, I don't know. So, sorry, but we're talking about that particular song. And that was one song and one line that really stuck out to me of like, yeah, man, me too. Like, I, I take <laughs> it. I, I can yeah, get I back got- and I can feel that feeling with you, you know? Right on.
7: I, that's all. That's all love and credit to Nikki right there, man. Like that's Nick. Uh, Nick wrote that hook. You know, he presented it, and when he, I want to say he showed it to me in his car. Like we were like smoking a blunt or something. And he, you know, it was, yo, let me just show you the shit I just wrote, and it, yeah, like he caught me immediately on that hook. I was like, yup, let's let's get this together, send it over. I want to write some verses. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Well. I love it. So for whatever that worth, man.
7: thank
0: you. Yeah, right on. Right on. Hey, so one one thing I noticed and I wanted to ask you about is um, on, on Oogie Wawa's website, you pay tribute to all of the, you have like the current members of Oogie Wawa and the, the previous members. And I think that's pretty cool, man. Like bands evolve and change and, and members, you know, come and go. And, and uh, I'm just kind of curious if you could speak to um, how the band has evolved from where it started to where it is now? And like, sure. have you always been a part of it? Like, have there been core members and just kind of maybe talk about the change and the growth and, you know, the, the ups and downs, so to speak, of, uh, you know, maybe the past decade uh, or so?
7: Yeah, for sure. Um, so, So when we started, it was always – all right, so really, like, okay, how it really started was uh, <laughs> how it really <laughs> yeah. started.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like it.
7: Yeah, uh, so JP was living down in Florida, and he was working for this producer down there. You know, doing a lot of like uh, EDM music and, and shit. Um, he had uh, he had written a track that he wanted me on. You know, he's like, yeah, just like a quick. Uh, he's like, you know, it's like a it's like a reggae rock. You know, track. Just I want you to put a, a verse on this. I was like, yeah, no doubt. So I was actually flying down to Florida for a, a, a flare bartending competition at the time. So I was still a competitive flare bartender. Oh, no shit. And, uh,
0: like, like you like, no, spin, yeah, the, spin the drinks up and down and like do all that. Oh yeah. yeah. I've heard oh, that's
1: shit. part of the show too. Like the, the live show, like that's the theatrics that come. Yeah. We day.
7: used to throw that in. Yeah. For sure. Nice. JP also was, uh, so by the end of it, we all, you know, Let's Nick, see. Nick also, he, he competed with us in the, uh, the flare bartenders association, you know, the FBA and, uh, so yeah, like there was, we, we all been together for a minute, like, uh, you know, doing, doing crazy shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was flying down to Florida for a competition. Uh, I was recording that, that track, go your way, which was like, you know, the breakup song. And, uh, that's like where JP morphed his breakup song and my breakup song together to form go your way. And then, uh, uh, it's all the liquor's fault was the track that he had written that he wanted me to feature on. So I wrote a verse, you know, my verse to that in like fucking 10 minutes and then recorded it. And, uh, you know, then we were out. We went and competed. I'd say like a week later, I got home. He sent me the two tracks and he's like, bro, I'm coming home. I'm probably paraphrasing a lot here, <laughs> you know, the timeline. But uh, basically, he moved back. We all started working at the restaurant together and we just started piecing together members. Um so, like, I had always known Chad because, like I said, he used to record us, like, our hip-hop crew, you know, in his shed. Uh, so I've known Chad for a long time. I knew that he was a bass player, even though he was playing drums at the time in a punk band. Uh, he was sitting at the bar one day. I was bartending. I was like, yo, dude, you play the bass, right? You want to come play bass for this fucking band I'm starting? It's like a funk, hip-hop, reggae band. <laughs> And he's like yeah that sounds cool man so uh he came down you know we had nikki playing drums jp on guitar Chad on bass and uh we had another this other guy nick was a, a lead guitarist for a while uh then nick and nick moved to california for a while uh drummer nick moved back we restarted the band got this other guy this other guitarist in john lewis uh we started touring And did our first album with john lewis um parted ways with john and then kept on as a foursome and then it was it was really just like the foursome for
1: for a long time so let me ask you this man like of all the things with the band one of the things i've been curious about was i mean obviously formation's dope but how did you come up with this name what's the name mean? Where's it from? How? What's? What's it all? How do you actually pronounce it? Like, give me some of the feedback because I, I don't even know. I feel like a jackass every time I try. So tell me, please.
7: So, uh, you pronounce it "ugiwawa." All right. Um, and it means "cheers" in Zulu. Um, no shit. I got a uh, like one of my first bartending books. Last page told you how to say "cheers" in like every different language. And uh, just lazily, I always look, you know, look at the bottom. Right. So the last <laughs> one on there was Zulu and it was Wawa, And it was just like a funny word. So we used to instead of cheers or salute, it was Ugiwawa, you know, and put them down. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We just thought I was like, you yeah, know, it could be a good name for a band. And then, uh, you know, so we took the phonetical way to spell it. O-O-G-E-E instead of O-O-G-Y just because for chanting purposes, double O-G, double E. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and we just fucking rolled with it ever since then. Hell yeah. You know, we were a bunch of uh, we were a bunch of drunken bartenders when we started that, when we started this band,
1: man. Ziggy Zaggy, Ziggy Zaggy's got nothing on yeah, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> never again, never again. And for here on out, Oogie Wawa, let's do it. Oogie Wawa, there it is. Nice, nice. Yeah, man.
0: Hey, w- one thing I stumbled across, man, was uh, – offended and defriended and i I saw you guys talking a little bit about my guy tom brady okay you know it just seems like three friends just chopping it up man but can you talk about what that is a little and and where people can find that
7: uh offended and defriended i've been both um yeah so uh we again this is a bartending thing uh that's uh that's myself JP, who I've been talking about and uh, and our board and our boy Jean Pierre, Uh, we all bartended together for for mad long. We opened up a bunch of different restaurants together, Um, you know, so like we just for years used to have these in-depth social political conversations. And uh, I don't know. We were just like, fuck it. (laughs) Let's start recording it. And, uh, yeah, so like we started this, uh, it's, it's pretty much like a, like a podcast, I guess, you know, it's just, uh, it's literally just the three of us. We get together and we talk about some shit. Um, we've, uh, we've done two, uh, two full episodes, We're uh, going there Thursday to talk about our next one, which, uh, I believe we're talking about cancel culture. Oh, boy. So
2: that's a, that's a yeah. hot topic.
7: It's a hot topic. And, uh, I gotta say it's, it's definitely cool because, uh, you know, we're not trying to, to have a political show one bit, you know, um, it's just, I feel like you, everyone, I feel like you can learn more in a in-depth conversation, you know, where you can, you have a, a place that you can speak freely, you know, and, ask questions unbiasedly and get real answers, you know, on, and have real debate about things.
1: We need that, uh, man. We need it. Yeah, man.
7: And, you know, again, so like I I said, I brought it up before, like not to, not to switch this at all, but like our first episode was the mask of Cuomo, right? Because we live in New York and we're under, we're under like a lot of strict regulations right now. And uh, me as
1: a pretty hardcore libertarian have problems with that.
7: (laughs) We'll just leave it at that.
1: I want want to come visit New York and I can't because I'm coming from Arizona. So like, no,
7: no intro, man. man.
1: I can't come out. I don't even know like when that will happen because like they're talking about not, not to flip the script too much, but something to talk about because it is real. And like talking about that family stuff, we're talking about kids going back to school and how can anybody make a decision that this is the right time, vice versa, da da and it's like coming to a place like New York, which is such a hub. It's been kind of like so from my point of view. It you're right. Like it seems real strict. It's very much like adamant. But at the same time, you guys have gone back to back to life with uh you know um sorry beer delivery from a little. That's awesome. Yes, man, um, that's but uh <laughs> like yeah, I, I'm just saying like the the path of New York and the re, like the resistance. It appears on the outside to be so strong, but to be there might feel different and nobody knows what's right to feel right now. So I'd just uh, would like to congratulate you and say, that's dope to have a platform to be able to talk about it because there are so many things right now where we don't know what to say. We don't know what to think. We don't know what's bullshit. We don't know what's real. We don't know any of this stuff. And I think if there was a place like for me personally to talk about it, to like, explore it and at least say like some of the shit that you think is a dumb question, like, I don't know about X, Y, and Z, And just to say it without being like, oh, you're for this side or you're for that. No, I'm just asking a question as a human being. I'd like to understand how to navigate this shit. That's really needed because as you talk about reggae music, hip hop music, from my end, punk music, this all comes from struggle, rebellion, fighting to get a voice heard. And then all of a sudden, everybody in the same scene is fighting each other about a goddamn opinion that we all have And meanwhile, we love the same music. We speak the same language there. But then when we get down to it, nobody can see the same thing. So there needs to be a platform in the same light as the music to be able to speak and be able to feel like open enough to talk about it. So mad mad props, dude. Like we need that. And sometimes we don't need to want to hear what everybody has to say, but we need to hear it so we can at least understand why somebody might think some way. Not that we need to change it, but if we understand perspective, we're all better together. Discourse, one hundred percent. Discourse
7: again, community. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I feel community fixes everything. Where, I believe that. You know where most where most strong arms fall or fail, community is always there to pick it up, pick up the pieces, and you know help the needy. So,
1: Amen. He is er. Hey guys. <laughs>
7: Uh,
0: we've we've hit a part in the in the podcast where actually uh, Evan is going to freestyle for you, and you, you critique him whether <laughs> he did a good job or not. Go ahead, Evan. I love it. Yes. Oh. <laughs> no, that, no. Okay,
1: part, never mind. Shit, my bad. That we do. Yeah. No,
0: that, I'm that, kidding, that, man. That. I'm, uh, Evan, you know he uh, he freestyles
7: in the dark. Yeah, we all fired it up here. I was ready. I was ready it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, Jesse. Can you? I mean, we got talent right here with us. Can, oh, can you give us some? Put us a, him on the spot. Something? I know, but well, he's yeah, got we, talent. He can do it right now. What do you want? Anything. You just a little to, freestyle. Just give us a little something about for the vibes. Why not?
7: Just uh, just spit some bars can here. You want a, a cappella? You want me to play a beat? What do you
1: want? You give us whatever you feel comfortable with on All the right. spot, like I'm doing here. I, I, don't I
7: love it. I love it. All right. Uh, yo, so we sitting right here, glued to the screens, getting kind of mean, obscene, need to just pursue the dreams, puffing on something green. I don't know, man. I'm out of my minds. I'm feeling alive. It's all for the vibes. <laughs> Radio show. Never know. We hitting it raw. We never, ever let go. So, hey. Uh, take a sip. Hey.
0: Oh, <laughs> take a sip. Do a backflip. flip. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I like Hell it, man. Yeah. Thank you, dope. sir.
1: Thank you. Sorry, I put you like, on the spot. It? Put you on the spot. But
7: Yeah, no, no. Just trying to be quiet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh. <laughs> It, that a picked up, you know yep. what I mean? I, I tell <laughs> you murder. what,
0: man, that's <laughs> Jesse, that was, that was epic, man. I liked how you worked for the vibes in there. And this has been just a, just a enlightening conversation, man. It's, it's so cool to see who you are as a person. I think Evan touched on it early, man. You're a very creative person. You're obviously very passionate about this music and you're doing a lot. And I think you have a lot right now, um, you know, in, in, in the works for fans to get excited about. So, um, you know, I, I just – Reggae 360 is going to be doing everything we can to support you. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a I fan know, of you. I know, you guys always so, do. You know, um, man, the rest of this year is going to be big, dude. Is that is that is that uh, facts, man, that we, we might be getting an uh, a Oogie Lee project and an Oogie Wawa project this year? Is that – can we can we commit to well, the people
7: or is that maybe to be determined? That is, that is true facts yes, right there. Nice. You heard it here first. Yes. I like um, it, I want to like, I, I'll be honest, like I want to, I want to give you a date. I just don't want to, uh, I would hate for another hiccup to come and be like, yo, you said October 10th and <laughs> yo- it's not coming out until October 20th. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I don't like, I just, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll let you guys know first when, uh, when everything is submitted and I have like a concrete release date.
1: I'll let you guys know. Okay. I mean, twenty twenty, we've I mean, taken good. a lot of hits, man. I think it's all good. I think uh as long as as long as the music's coming, as long as the vibes are going out, yes. as long as things are popping, that's all yes. we need. And uh I gotta say from my end I'll send you guys
7: a sneak peek if you want.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, yeah, give it to us. We'll play it, we'll yeah. we'll share it. And uh, you know, I think from the Reggae three sixty family, David Shaw in particular, like I know this is really important that we had a chance to speak with you and I've really enjoyed it because i came in as uh kind of the novice here man and like i've heard some music but i haven't been able to get out there on the east coast and, and really get to indulge i know you've been out this way a few times as well so you
7: we know, I while, to, uh, yeah i look forward to uh to live
1: music yeah. man live music will come back right on, again it'll come back strong and i can't wait to host you hopefully come back to Arizona. we'd love to have you here yes yes uh, thank you very much man it's been a pleasure to meet you talk to you hear yes, about all sir. these wonderful things and JB, you do the best intros, so I know you do the best outros. I'm going to leave it to you, my friend. Uh, but yeah, man, Jesse, thank you so much for, uh, for the time today and, and for the perspective and the opinion and, and all the great things that you're offering to this community because this community, at the end of the day, no matter what we stand for, no matter what we do, no matter what we believe, this community stands as one and we grow bigger together. So thank yes, you sir. very much. Thank you. Awesome. It, it, Brett, man, we when you say it so goddamn good,
0: man, there's nothing else that needs to be said. So as far as an <laughs> outro, man, consider it done. Jesse, thank you so much, man. Much appreciation, much love. We can't wait uh, to listen to this music. And uh, anyone that's listening, man, support Real Music, all right? And yeah, sure. uh, get excited because we got some dope shit coming. And and uh, yeah, man, just muscle up, man. Take it easy, bro. Yeah,
7: I appreciate you guys. Much thank love. You. Yes, hey, appreciate, appreciate it. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Peace, y'all.
4: Yeah, we feeling so nice and irate. See my soul shine so bright and fiery. Chilling in a circle with my friends beside me, and you know we feel the love now. Yeah, we feeling love, love, love. Say so we feeling love.
6: The fire blaze just as long as that music plays, and we chillin' in an irate day, waiting on the sunrise, and we gonna let the fire blaze just as long as that music plays, and we chillin' in an irate day,
7: waiting on the sunrise. They call them this conscious music. I guess they're assuming hip hop was just stupid. Been raised a product of musical dramas included, and this is the movement. Expose a positive mind, in time you will find the negatives useless. I'm leaving behind a life of a lies in search of what truth is. The truth is, I do this with my brothers, got their family bonds. We hitting the road and meeting some others like the Wizard of Oz. Inside, we're all the same. So cut the childish games and float them through this life just like a styrofoam plane. Bitty, bitty look.
1: All right, all right, all right. We're back. We're here for the Vibes Podcast. We've had our top five. We've had our interview. And I want to say big shout-out to Jesse Lee. It was a pleasure getting to hang with him, talk with him, and learn a little bit more about their whole history, the dynamic, what's to come, where they're going. He's a family man. He's a music man. He's a man from New York. And uh, I appreciated all that we were able to discuss and at the same time learn a little bit about the, the history of Ogiwawa and the cheers and the Zulu cheers and man, there's just a lot in there and uh, you know, they appreciate the finer things in life with the cannabis. And I appreciate just that optimistic overall attitude that we all need to just spread some damn cheer. And I felt like uh, there was a real genuine East coast smile hitting us all the way out here on the West coast and beyond with Jesse Lee from Ogiwawa. Yeah. what do you all think? Yeah,
0: I felt like there was some real love uh, coming through that Zoom call, man. Jesse is uh, just a, a bona fide beast, dude. He's an, he's a just a very talented musician. And one thing that I took from that is like, like one of the, one of his qualifications as a human being is he is an MC, and he said that multiple times. I feel like you know there are people that will like rap on a reggae rock song, or like there's different artists that will rap a little bit, but like. I feel like Jesse takes that certification very seriously. Like he is an MC. Like that's on his LinkedIn profile, you know, that's on his resume, dude. He's an MC. He might introduce himself, "Hey, I'm Jesse. I'm an MC." It's kind of like Doctor Doctor Yarmo, or you know what I mean. Like it's like a it's his title, dude. He's an MC. So um, I thought that was pretty cool to talk to him. Very yeah, for sure. Very very cool, man. I I can't wait for uh, you know that uh, that album, both his solo album and Oogie Mm -hmm. Wawa's album
1: uh yeah i can't wait dude Evan, props to david shaw for putting that together
0: yeah david shaw is the man dude he's down there in florida dude you know i feel like man they probably both belong to like the international dreadlocks association of uh the <laughs> east coast because you know D- david's got his dreads uh jess has got his dreads and evan i know you're looking at me you're gonna make a joke about how i'm you know just a a short-haired man dude but uh you know it's all love dude and yeah david uh you know he's he's the homie dude he's doing his he's doing his damn thing down there and yeah he set it up. so much love to david shaw down there and f l a evan J P. you look like you got something to say dude get it off your chest dude just say it uh man i just like hanging out with you guys you know i'm just having a good time over <laughs> here you know well <laughs> i hope our cool. listener uh feels the same way um That'd be good. That'd be really good. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, if y'all still with us, amen. Let's do this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) On that note, let's get them what they want, dude. Let's review some music. We've got the song Love Will Find You from The Wailers. Off that One World album, baby.
0: Evan, I'm curious, man. I I feel like listening to the lyrics of this song. It might have, uh, you know, some similarities to your uh, dating
2: life, man. Just knowing that <laughs> the ups and downs. Well, well since you, last I week, I stopped comment. seeing the last girl I was talking to. So
0: here we go, baby. Hey, sometimes you hit, sometimes you miss, dude. You know, you gotta
1: try, try, try.
0: Yes,
2: that's what this song
0: is all about, dude. Love, man. Oh my God, dude. The Whalers killed it, dude. And if I If you do one thing, go listen to that album from start to finish. One World It's amazing. It's dynamic. It's like real reggae. Finally just inject it right into my blood, dude. This album is dope, dude. And... Yeah, man, the vibe of this song. Sometimes you hit, sometimes you miss, you know, but love will find you. It's a beautiful song. It's genuine roots of reggae. The whole album is amazing. start to finish, man. This is the type of music that Bob Marley would be making if he were still here. Rest in peace. And you know what? I actually looked this up. Bob Marley would be about 75 or 76 right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, with the pace of, uh, you know, people like Lee Scratch Perry, dude, I feel like he would still be cranking out bangers, dude. And this... I mean, this song to me is just about, to me, the meaning of life, taking risks, taking shots at love, going after it, being vulnerable, accepting that sometimes you hit, sometimes you miss. But you just got to keep going and believing that that thing is out there for you. And this song put love in my heart. And that's not an easy thing to do. I don't know how you guys felt.
2: I just this love that the Whalers well are still a band in any capacity. Like the fact that there are still original members out there doing it. I mean, the history of this band is huge. This album is well done. It sounds great. It's absolute vibes. It's real reggae out there for us. I'm just super excited to have a listen to the whole thing.
1: What they said. It's dope. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I mean, there's nothing to add to that other than I love, like you guys are saying, man, it, it I will say this. You said this is music that Bob Marley would make. I'd like to think that. I'd like to believe that. Just like with Long Beach Dub, you know, if Bradley was still around, I feel like that'd be the vibe of Sublime these days. And it's nice to, uh, again, like the fusion and hearing the growth and where these bands are all going and what they're doing. And when it doesn't feel like anybody's trying to, like they're just making the music they love. And then you feel that way about, you know, this would be Bob Marley. And, and, And for me personally, when I hear Long Beach Dub, I think, That's where Sublime would be. That would be the growth. And so it's like, I like to believe that. And it's nice to think that the music is truly living on, that legacy is living on and and taking up a whole new face with, you know, even the band that was attached to the man. So pretty dope.
0: I guess that is kind of like a wild claim to make
1: now that I really think about it, too. Oh, no, don't second guess it. I think it's the exact right thing to say, man. If that's how you feel in your heart, if that's what you think it is, then that's what it is. There's absolutely nobody that can prove you wrong, dude. Nobody's bringing him back, and he's not making more music. So if that's in your heart what you believe, then yeah. by all means, you should believe that. That's great. It it dude, just when I think about the history of the
0: whalers, just like Evan said, and I listen to that sound, it's so polished. It's so like just it, it's so modern, it's so polished, and and then I listen to the lyrics, and I understand what that band represents, man. It it just hit me, man. This is what it's all about, dude. This is like I don't know, so close to, uh, you know, what, what we uh, started with, man, in, in in reggae. And, you know, I could be off, but um, you know what? Listen to the album and and let us know what you guys think. If you hear that album and, and you feel like this is that real, authentic, old school reggae, uh, hit us up. Let us know, man. If you disagree, well, you know, you're dead to us. Do you want some
1: more reggae? <laughs> yeah. Oh, more reggae. I want reggae. More reggae. <laughs> reggae. reggae. I don't care too much for reggae yeah, Is it ever
0: just enough reggae Or do you always want enough. more, exactly.
2: Always, exactly. more. Exactly. always more Up next we've got the song More reggae From Dr.
1: Ringding Dr. Ringding Ringding, Ring-Ding. Ring-a-ding-ding-ding-dong
5: <laughs> More reggae Love in the community More reggae Celebrate life more reggae together in the unity and bring on the positive vibes we sing again more reggae love in the community more reggae celebrate life more reggae together in the unity and bring on the positive vibes No me see one time gang. calypso hurry then come the scare well, strong and mighty a little love for that come the good rocks for dinner make we jam it And tell it to your friend. This is your message loud and clear? Be na mota mumble. Ladies and gents, let's get ready to rumble. More reggae, love in the community. More reggae, celebrate life. More reggae together in the unity and bring on the positive vibes. Again,
0: more reggae, love in the community. More reggae. Big smoke, more
2: Reggae Das Lied ist sehr gut Whoa, You didn't like that No. <laughs> no. What was that <laughs> That was German Oh my god You literally uh, Somebody heard that And they just They
0: like Grabbed their volume knob And turned it all the way down Because it just startled them Oh sorry Alright next time you speak German Can you give us a heads up Yeah My bad man. I'm just kidding What was that by the way
2: It just meant uh, The song is very good
0: Really Yeah
2: Can you speak German like <laughs> that dude I can only speak a little bit of German My German's not great Oh, I didn't know that, dude. That's, yeah. that's a game changer, dude.
0: Yeah, they're speaking German, dude. Ladies. He speaks a different language. <laughs> yeah, it's not a romance language. You know, it may not sound as smooth as <laughs> Spanish, but, <laughs> you know, some people are into that. So, uh, yeah. anyways, dude, well, and, and
2: Evan, <laughs> tell the people why you spoke uh, German there. Because Dr. Ringding is out Deutschland. He's from Germany. Yes. And, I guess... France and it seems like he's been all over the place. I don't know that much about Dr. Ringding, but I do know that this song is a whole vibe, man. He's got a powerful voice. This song's a lot of fun. It almost like like it's it's so such a good vibe. It's almost a little cheesy, but like man, I dig this song. I clicked the heart button on Spotify. It's on my liked songs. I'm going to jam to this in the future.
0: I I don't know. I would I would argue with you about the use of the word cheesy. It's not Please. It's so like it it's it's so kind of just I don't, like like clean and, and just like so so simple but I don't think simple like it's just like fun it's like fun and simple but in such a well-done way that it just like it, it it is maybe over the over the top but in in, in just such a well-done way dude I, I don't know man I just cheesy it, I see what you're saying though it's not like cheesy but it's like
1: uh it's just it's cliche a little bit a little bit right like you guys talking about cheese making me think about some pizza but um like everybody uses the same ingredients to make pizza but some people make better pizza than others but you gotta have the dough you gotta have the sauce you gotta have that cheese and everything else on top of it is what it is and i think that dr ringding i love saying that uh you know he put together the pillars that are all very important things that we know about reggae, reggae music, the tradition, the community. And that's what I love about the song. It's all about celebrating life, celebrating our community. And we three would not be sitting here if it wasn't for the support of the listeners of the community of this wonderful genre that is continually growing and growing and growing. And that's what this week, again, I'm a broken damn record, but I love it because there's so much diversity that's come through this week. And when I heard more reggae, we're talking about the top 10 this week for me. This, I mean, you know, you guys would, you can attest to it. I wanted this one to be on there a lot because it felt rootsy, it felt real, it felt reggae, and if it's cliche, it's done to the best possible way out there. I, I really enjoyed it, and I love songs that embrace the community and celebrating life, and that's what this did for us, at least for me. And then you look him up, and that was like a whole other thing. So check him out. He's an interesting cat, like worldwide, He's been world doing renowned. Wow, yeah, Doctor Ringding. 20 years in the
0: game, dude. I, you know, I feel like maybe I just, I, you know, I wasn't aware of Dr. Ringding. You know, he's internationally he's from no. Germany, but I for sure am going to be digging into the catalog of Dr. Ringding because yeah. if more reggae is an indication of
1: how uh, amazing this dude is as a musician, then uh, sign me up. Looks man. like he played trombone, go. too, or something. Like, this, this guy's got a bag full of surprises, I think, the surface. We haven't even touched it. Can we just take Dr. a Dr. Ring Dr. Ringding. Can we just appreciate the name doctor do Ring-Ding? I don't, I don't want to think about it too much because then I think it's silly shit. <laughs> like a ring and the ding and that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I like it. doctor Ringding. ding ring Ring-Ding. Ring-a-ding-a-ding-ding-dong. Bring it, yes. Uh-oh. Yes. I'm trying to talk about the dong. ding dong Hey, uh, yo. You can edit that, right? <laughs> yeah, you, guys, you guys are a bunch of potheads, honestly. Oh, well, all my heroes are too, you know.
0: Oh man, you guys are very heroic as, as well. How
2: how fitting.
1: Uh-huh. Evan. Uh huh. Up
2: next, we've got the song All My Heroes Are Potheads. Yes. P Funk North. The That's boys. K-Boys. Yeah. Yeah you. Oh, you already know. What the roll it out. All
6: oh, my heroes are potheads my friends are, too. Uh, so why drink and drive when you can smoke and fly. Beater Dash said, got to legalize. All my heroes are bot hands. I wanna be like Snoop D-O-double G, sippin' gin and juice, smoking THC. I wanna be like G-Gen Chung, selling journey hair tampons, taking hits from the bong. Say, oh, 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 She's broke. Cuz all my heroes are broadheads. Oh,
4: yeah.
6: right. All my friends are too. I I I so I drink and drive when you can smoke and fly? Peter Dash said, Got to legalize all my heroes are potheads
1: All those little things happening in the side there, like. All my heroes are potheads is an anthem for all the potheads. It's a feel good track. It's got ska. It's got. It just makes you lifted. It makes you smile. I talked to those guys on the Vibes Live Radio Show uh, maybe two weeks ago, right before this came out, and it was like they were all so excited about this track, and it is genuinely them. And we're talking about all this diversity this week, and you know, for me, we've talked about this in the past. I came from this kind of punk ska setting into reggae and so you know uh one of my biggest influences and loves is Lesson jake uh they're a great ska band and they've got a great track that i encourage everybody to listen to because in the beginning of it there i'm kind of getting off track but it's knowledge it should be shared there's the beginning of a speech it says an open letter to my teenage son and it's basically talking about the bias and the judging that people do and then of course all my friends are metalheads it made me think of all my heroes are potheads. And I got to share that with them because that vibe, that ska vibe, their sublime influence, they just have a good time. And you hear it in this song. They do not take themselves seriously at all whatsoever. And it's a vibe that makes you want to party. Have a good time. This shit comes on on a Friday night. I'm turning it up. I'm having a good time with my friends. And, uh, you know, I might have a hangover and I might turn it on again for the wake and bake and having a good time. I'm just saying it's a, it's a community song to make you happy and put a little smile on your face brought to you by the boys from Plainfield, New Jersey, P-Funk North.
0: Yeah, dude. Well said, man. I feel like last week we had a theme of love songs, and this week we got a theme of uh, weed songs, man. And and this is right up there with uh, <laughs> yeah. Wiz and Protege. For sure. And it's a dope concept, man. Like Willie Nelson, Bob Marley, Cheech and Chong, Snoop Dogg. These are my heroes too, man. These are these are people that I look up to, man, for different reasons. And I feel like P Funk North connected the dots on it for us as to why. And Dave, the lead singer, man, he's just an electric factory, dude. That guy's Mm -hmm. got energy, man. You hear his personality and and even his sense of humor, man, coming out in this song. Like with the ad libs and, you know, just the little things here and there, man. It's (laughs) it's uh this this really is a, just a great P-Fong North song, and it's true punk ska rock at its finest, dude. I know we didn't hear it, but later in the track, you hear a, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they get that coming on. It's, it's a good time, dude. I love it. It's got the energy, like you said. Pick it up, pick it up. And then they do some other like random voices that could be taken out of context, but I just think they're <laughs> having a good time. They're having a good yeah. time, and that's what matters. Yes. Yes, dude. Yaman, like, yeah, that was it. The Yaman, Yaman, Yaman.
0: Um, I love the line: "Why drink and drive when you can smoke and fly?" <laughs> Fuck,
1: you know. That's don't do lot. either, y'all. Get an Uber. Get a fucking lift. Yes. Save a life. Take a ride. Also, it's better too if you're smoking. You really want to drive? That shit's difficult. I, don't I don't know like some you. people get you end more
2: driving like then. twenty and a sixty-five. <laughs> you know. Well, you, no, he's you saying fly.
1: He's saying smoke a blunt and then fly. Right. Instead of driving. Fly so. where? Because he's high, right? On his little magic carpet ride? Maybe P-Funk North is on a private jet.
0: You know? Getting high, dude. Fly One day. Ahead. One day. One day. Also, One Kingsley, day. Kingsley and James, uh, you guys need to reevaluate your life because you just got called out on a P-Funk North song for being a pothead. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I picked that up. Kingsley and James, uh, you know, I-, I wish you guys the best.
2: Evan. JB, where do we go from here, dude? From here? Yeah. Well let's just let's just keep it on the same vibe, will we? Let's listen to a song called My Purple Tree and Me. Ooh. Sounds
0: Sh- like a kid's book. Shadow
2: By who? And Peter Dante.
0: Oh my god, Peter Dante.
1: Dante. Talk Dante. about an
0: electric factory. Let's go. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dante my purple tree and me. Guys, I don't know about you but I loved this song, man. Peter Dante Dante, whatever you want to call him. Okay, the the this this force in in American reggae music, man. He's touched a lot of people. Uh he's got like a Lee Scratch Perry kind of unpredictability about him. He's an enigma, dude. and I love that, man. And and again, Guy's electric. And I will say this, man. This song brings good vibes. The the message, rise above with love, is repeated. And that's what Peter Dante is all about, man. He's about the fundamentals, okay? Rising above with love. I like that. Uh, and you know what? They use a little auto-tune in this song, which is I thought was pretty interesting for a reggae rock track, but I liked it, dude, and I liked the fact that Peter Dante's talking about watching this butterfly and his hummingbird and his bees. It, it just makes me picture just a man in nature, connected with nature and the things around him, and... You know what, man? Who is Shadow, dude? I'm not familiar with this guy. And I started looking him up a little bit. He's got a huge following on Instagram. He's a very popular musician. He gets into hip-hop. He's a producer. He does all kinds of things. In fact, the most recent song he uh, promoted on Instagram following this Peter Dante track is uh, a female rapper that sounds like Meg Thee Stallion or Cardi B or Nicki Minaj or something. So I don't know, man. It's cool that Peter Dante has this guy doing a reggae song. It's the power of Dante. And Shadow, interestingly enough, has his own hot sauce uh, brand out there. <clears> so if this wasn't enough, if Peter Dante giving you his heart and soul over this well-produced song wasn't enough, dude, if Shadow dropping tracks that sound like Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B wasn't enough, you can also get some hot sauce for yourself. And I just think that's an amazing contribution to this life. So, man... Much love to Peter Dante and Shadow.
1: Yeah, dude, I see this song. Um, you know, Peter Dante is a beacon of positivity. Song out of A Z Roots with Z e. C Keeley and Clint Stevens. And uh, he was just having the best time. The smile on his face playing and singing reggae is so genuine and pure. And it's uh it's contagious and it's dope because people just know him from movies and you know, whatever role he played in the Happy Madison thing. So here in his transition into reggae and and the true love that he has for it it's really dope and and for me I don't know so I grew up with this book I don't know if you guys know it but uh, The Giving Tree it's like it's kind of a yeah it's like it's a happy but sad book but like it's a Mm. kid's book and this tree throughout this young man's life and then he grows up to be old is always giving him something and he's always taking something from it and I feel like that love for you know the ganja, as we've been talking about this whole episode, is there with this purple tree and the purple tree and me. I just think of it as a source that's giving life and giving hope, like not hope necessarily, but peace and, and peace of mind and all the good vibes and all the positive things that that purple tree can bring you is just like that giving tree is giving inspiration and it's given love and we need more love, more love, more love right now, and that's how we're gonna get more love is with. Great collaborations, diversity, people like Shadow dropping in reggae tracks with Peter Dante. I mean, man, feels it feels good to listen to, and I can just visualize him, Peter Dante, in my head, singing this track, again, with the biggest smile on his face, seeing every ivory in his mouth, just happy as a part of this song, because it's reggae and it's spreading love.
0: Dude, imagine if there were a thousand Peter Dantes in your head. <laughs> it's trippy.
1: That's some psychoglobin
0: (laughs) shit. Monkey, go karate chop that elephant. (laughs) (laughs) That was a quote from Grandma's Boy, one of the best movies ever. Shout out, Peter
1: Dante.
0: Man, Evan, I feel like we've talked about a lot of songs, and I know there's no particular order to the regular 360 top 10 songs of the week. Week, 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 week. But it just feels like we've done a lot of them so far.
2: Nine. Do we have any left? We've got one left. Which one? Dance Jam from Rockstead. You put a little accent
0: on that. Did you like it or hate it? I'm in between. I give it about a 7 out of 10. Oh,
2: thanks, dude. That's great. That's <laughs> above average actually. Like if you said 5 out of 10, I'd still be like, all right, that's that's average, but a 7 out of 10, I'm excited. Also, I I feel like I've got some red teeth. I've been drinking wine. Let's just drop the Your teeth are purple, too. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it looks pretty bad. Zinfidel. Yeah. Zinfidel. Let's play the song. Let's go.
0: Do you like to uh do you like to move fast or uh, do you guys like to move slow? Depends on the situation, JB. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Well, what about when Rockstead starts playing Dance Jam because I feel like moving fast, dude. This is an amazing song, all right? It just makes me want to dance.
4: Yeah.
0: Got to let the beat take control. Man, this song makes me feel like dancing. Wow. There's no other way to say it. I feel like dancing. Move Yo, your he, body from side to side. Tell me, girl, what's your desire? Do you like to move fast? Do you like to move slow? It's a universal groove. The sax dude kills it on this track. I might put some socks on and just, you know, get after it on, a, on some wood floors, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And when the beat changes, I know we didn't hear it, but when the beat changes in the song, holy shit, man, it's so good, dude. And the sax is doing its little solo thing. I feel like Jesse Lee, Oogie Lee, might just come back and freestyle over it. That's how good it is. I don't know. What do you guys think?
1: I mean, I'm thinking here, like we've been talking about diversity all day long, and like you're right, when you skip down this track, it does change up a lot, and there is a lot to this, and I dig it. The beginning, like... I, I don't know, but in my head, what I hear see is like a fucking disco party in a roller rink. Like, like it's just like getting down. Everybody's like, lights are fucking flaring. It's like a '70s disco party, and then all of a sudden, it just again takes all these different loops and turns and movements. But I mean it with all with Michael Jackson. I say with love, L O V E. You know, I just I feel like it's at the roller skating rink. I feel like it's a good time. Like you said, I do want to jam- dance uh, a jance because I saw your jazz hands. I was going to talk about that. Like That's feeling it. You are feeling the song. If you get getting jazz hands, you got to dance. It's a dance jam. And Rockstead, man, or Rockstead, Evan, whatever you want to call it, it's a good time, <laughs> dude. It's a good time. This has been a good time. This this 10 songs this week, the top 10 songs of the week, I'm enjoying this, guys. If you can't tell, I'm really, I'm really fucking loving it. I appreciate, like, the diversity that we get to listen to, that we got to bring to the table this week. So many different kinds of songs, so many jams, and all of them are just pure fire. Like, we are lucky. The last few weeks, yeah, last week was Rico Suave, love songs, talking about all those good, mushy feelings. This week is just appreciating where that seed can be planted of reggae goodness. And then it just... just, I mean, so many levels. Go through this playlist. Even if you just did these 10 songs... You will not hear the same song twice. You will not hear the same vibe twice. This is all super fresh, super different, and amazing that it all came out literally on August 21st. It, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. It's dope.
0: Yeah, dude. These, uh, these songs definitely planted some seeds in me. I'll tell you that. And Those <laughs> seeds are going to grow. And when those seeds are ripe and ready to go, watch out. It's going to have a baby. Whoa. A reggae baby.
2: Whoa. I don't know I'm, I'm feeling upset and nervous.
1: Um. <laughs> we well, can't end that way, Evan. You can't do that. So you feel normal
2: then? This is yeah, your normal vibration. Yeah. All right,
0: cool. Yeah, that's my vibe. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, shit, man. We did it, dude. The top 10 songs. And I'll tell you what. If if you're a musician and you put out a song that dropped last Friday and you didn't make the reggae 360 top 10, there's two things that happen. Number one for whatever reason, we didn't know your song came out and send it to us. Let us know. We'll make sure to get it in the mix next week or number two. And maybe there were 10 other songs that we just were feeling more. And if that's the case, step your game up player. Okay. (laughs) There's next week, the week after the week after that, and the week after that and a bunch more weeks after that. All right. So keep it up, man. Keep, Keep grinding, keep doing your thing. And man, if we missed anything, let us know. But god damn it, that's it. That's the ten best songs from my perspective. What do we do now, boys? Do we hit him with the positive thought of the week, dude? Or is that is that a thing that we do?
2: We can we can hit him with the positive Fred, thought.
0: Fred, what the you week. Think, dude, you do you think? Did you want to do the positive thought of the week?
1: Hell yeah, let's do the positive thought of the right, week. Shit. Let's do this. Well,
0: uh, all right, man.
1: Evan, you you
0: were jumped out of your seat to answer
2: that question with a yes, dude. Let's see what you got, man. Okay. Okay. Uh you know, the funny thing is the the thing that I usually makes me come up with my positive thought of the week, which is always on the spot is I think about something that I've been upset about for the past week and I try to flip that into something positive. That's usually the route that I go. Um But man, I've had an okay week. Uh so it's a flex it's, on It's him, a dude. tough one. Weird flex, it's but okay. It's a tough one. Um but I think the reason why I've had an okay week is because I've been trying not to overthink life a little bit, you know, like normally I get so caught up in stuff and I I took literally some of the stuff we said last week and I put it into action a little bit Mm. um, of just trying to let go of a lot of stuff out there and just be myself and do my thing and not really care as much, like not in a negative way, but just kind of like just chill and just really try to be in the moment a little more and enjoy myself and, I don't know, man. Every day's an adventure for me. Like I work kind of a weird job where every day's an adventure. So I'm just trying to like, man, just, just be in my moment, enjoy the people I'm with, enjoy what I'm doing and just try to do my thing. And it's been kind of working out for me emotionally.
0: Nice. Yes. That's
2: I don't awesome, know. Dude. No, I appreciate that's you kind sharing. Of rambly, but that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's
0: where I'm at. That makes me stoked. dude. I'm glad you had a good week. That's sick. Oh, yeah. Um, Brad, you, you want to go do, you want me to go, man, you call the shot, player.
1: I'll take it, man. I'll, I'll always have something to say. And like like Evan, I do try to think of it on the spot because if I think about it too much, I will overthink it. But I will tell you guys, today in particular, we talked about the song I'll Be Okay by Ballyhoo, and that moved mountains for me. Um, but it wasn't the most uplifting and positive song, right? But sometimes I think the positive thought of the week can also be a real thought of the week of inspiration, at least for me, for my camp. There's one line in this song, uh, a couple lines, I guess, and it says, it's nobody's fault, I'm just a little fucked up, but I'll be okay, yes, I'll be okay. And uh, it is a little fucked up right now. Things are not normal, lives have changed, but we are going to be okay, and I think that's the thought we need to think of. Uh, You know, There's a song by the band Wives out here in Phoenix, a rock band, and they have an album called Are You Okay?, which is a song kind of checking in on everything, but... I like the sentiment of I'll be okay because right now we're dealing with lots of things. We're dealing with a lot of challenges, adversity, whether it's personal or professional. It is some, I don't know. I mean, I I don't think there's very many people that are completely unaffected by what's been going on in the world. Whether it's travel or just seeing your family members or trying to go to a show. Like, whatever it is, it is going to be okay. Remember, it's going to be okay. We've This world has been through worse. We got to stick together, make shit happen, support each other, be a part of this community, be a beacon for the community, be support because we are going to be okay. It's nobody's fault. I'm just a little fucked up, but I'll be okay.
0: Damn, dude, I Amen. like that. I like that a lot. Amen, dude. Holy shit. And that's yeah. Howie's
1: words, not mine. So thank you for that, man. I appreciate him sharing those words with us. Did you channeled your inner Howie for that. And I, and I, <laughs> I appreciate that.
0: Uh yeah, man, my positive time week, dude, I'll be the third person to wing it uh, right here. But this is just kind of on my mind, right? So if you're listening to this right now, you know, you could be Howie Spangler himself. You could be Evan the next day listening to this. You could be Mark LeMay driving to an appointment listening to this, man. Or you could be somebody, you know, that's checking in for the first time that's never heard this podcast before. And what you know me as is a voice that you're listening to right now. But I'll tell you one thing there's a reason. There's a reason why you are listening to me right now. There's a reason why you listen to Evan and why you listened to Brett. It was meant to be. There's a million podcasts out there. There's a million styles of music. There's like the, the infinite amount of things that had to happen in a unique way for you to be in this moment, listening to my voice right now. And I will tell you this, okay, wherever you are, listening to this, whatever you're doing, okay, whether it's tomorrow or today, tonight, in the morning, whatever part of your day you're at, do one thing. Okay, to work towards that goal that you have right now, whatever that goal is, you want to lose weight, you want to get a better job, you want to be better at your job, you want to, you know, get out of your comfort zone, meet somebody, whatever you want to do, just do one fucking thing. That moves you in that direction because I fucking believe in you. I know you have it in you. If you had the the uh if you had it in you to find your way to this podcast and to be listening to positive thought of the week, that says something about you. You have some resiliency in you. And JB, Evan, and Brett, we believe in you. So do that fucking thing. Just do one, and that will create some momentum that will just turn into an avalanche of momentum. You have no idea the series of events that you will set into action in the universe by doing this one little thing just think about it right now what is that thing do it i got your back i believe in you i love you thank you for listening to this podcast you are fucking awesome and you can do that thing just do it don't think about it just do it and let's go baby let's have ourselves a day okay that's my positive
2: thought of the week i don't want to hear anything else let's cut it that was great let's go baby yeah. peace peace out
1: peace out peace
2: out